Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Unplug with Annie. Today I have Neeraj on the show and apart from writing and directing critically acclaimed short films, uh, Neeraj has also written the screenplay of Mere Dad Ki Maruti, which was a Hindi feature film. Um, and has co-written the screenplay of Madhur Bandarkar's Dil To Bacha Hai Ji. He's also written episodes for TV, um, including for Channel V, and was the lead writer and second unit director on the series Home for Alt Balaji. He's also very recently directed a feature film called Muska, which is currently viewable on Netflix. So I'm very, very excited to talk to him about the writing process from a writing perspective, and um, hopefully this will give you a little insight onto what a, a writer's life looks like, essentially. Hi, Neeraj. Welcome to Unplug with Annie. Um, it's so good to have you on this series. Um, I first wanted to ask you a little bit about how you started your writing journey. And if you remember the time that, the, you know, that bug bit you per se. Um, so uh, it began quite early. I was, I was already um, in my own head, imagining different scenarios and stories. And uh, when I was a student of uh, a, a media course in Bombay, we had this assignment where we had to all write a fictional story. And uh, that's where I first seriously started writing fiction. Um, then I, I started working with Anurag Kashyap as an assistant writer very early on while I was still in college. And, um, and a film that I was working with him didn't happen. So um, I was sitting at home and I was frustrated. I didn't have any work. And that's when I, I wrote my first um, film, short film script, which I showed it to Anurag and he said, this is really good. And you know, you should seriously consider writing as a career and you should like not take, uh, not, you should not think so much about being an assistant writer. You should think more seriously about being a writer. And uh, he um, he gave me a few books to read, uh, and then I assisted him for a bit, for Sudhir for a bit, and then finally, I, I when I was confident of my own skills as a writer, I uh, got my first job to write stand-up comedy for Shekhar Suman on a show called The Great Indian Comedy Show back in 2006. So yeah, it started very early. Do you do you think writers are you know? in the same way as actors and directors or you know anyone particularly in the entertainment industry trying to break through um is it this constant kind of struggle and wait for that one that you know that one project which will like change your career um and just yeah i suppose change the trajectory of of, of your career yeah um it, it's true for all of us right because in a way um film is a medium where uh, it's not just your own um, your own talent. It's the talent of a lot of people that has to come together and uh, and has to work uh, for the audience in totality. And so um, you may uh, you may keep trying, but somebody you're always dependent on somebody else liking what you've done. So if you are an actor, you may think you've given a great audition, but the casting writer or the writer doesn't think so that you are right for the part. Similarly, for a writer, you may you may write a good script, but that good script has to be then liked and um, approved by another director enough for him to say, okay, you know what, I'm gonna make it, and then not screw it up, hopefully. So you're always you're always dependent on other people uh, liking your work, approving of your work, 
and then and then taking it further to uh, its completion. So in a sense, a writer's uh, struggle is similar to an actor's struggle. The only difference being that a writer is not dependent on creating an opportunity. Uh, a writer can create his own opportunity, whereas an actor is always waiting for it to be presented to them. Mm. Do you think as actors that there should be more kind of uh, involvement and initiative taken on that part? Like, do you think it is always worth learning another skill, whether it is uh, writing or directing, in order to like be able to create your own work? Um, it helps, um, especially in the West. It it helps. Uh, there have been many actors. Steven uh, Sylvester Stallone, you know, he wrote his script for Rocky or Matt Damon wrote The Goodwill and Hunting and launched himself. So it really helps if you know. Um, but at the end of the day, because it's a business, uh, even if you write your own script, um, you need somebody else to fund it, right? And uh, in that sense, there's always going to be that challenge where you might have written a great script, but then for you to convince someone to put that money on you, uh, that's a different challenge altogether. Yeah. But it helps. It does help to learn another craft because then it makes you a better actor if you do. Mm. You understand the you understand the structure and of the script and you realize that it's not just about your lines or your dialogue. It's also about the scene in totality. And therefore your approach towards it changes. Mm. So yeah, I think it, it definitely helps. Was there a certain period in your career, you know, so far which you remember where you really kind of felt on edge or you just felt like, you know, packing it all in that, you know, you've had enough of this. Was there any of those moments? And, and if so, like, what do you remember about it? And what was the thing which kind of got you out of that headspace? So, um, so I was, uh, this was pretty early on in my career. Um, this was back in 2007, 2006, 2007. Um, I've always wanted to assist Mani Ratnam and there was this one particular uh, gentleman who was trying to help me um, uh, reach Mani Ratnam. And I was, so um, I was calling Mani Ratnam's office myself every day in Madras trying to keep, because he was starting his new film. And uh, finally I did get, managed to get in touch with uh, Mani Ratnam's first assistant director. And she told me, yeah, 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 we've received your uh, profile, your CV, and you know, you're going to be, uh, you're going to be uh, working on this project. And Mr. Mani Ratnam is going to be in town in Bombay and he will meet you. So uh, I was very excited and, and uh, I, I was told that um, this particular gentleman will coordinate my meeting with Mr. Mani Ratnam when he's in, in Bombay. So um, I kept waiting for the phone. Uh, Mr. Maniyatnam came to Bombay and uh, he just, and I never got a call from, from uh, that gentleman who was coordinating my meeting. Uh, and he went back and the film started and I was, and I didn't get a job and I was, and I was wondering what happened. So this gentleman said, oh, you know what, I just forgot that I had to, I had to coordinate this meeting for you and I'm really sorry for it. And I was like, I was really heartbroken because I had been chasing uh, that director for more than three months and you really get frustrated because sometimes for somebody else's negligence or carelessness you don't get up you don't get a job and uh, and yeah at that time I was wondering what am I doing here is this all worth it 
but it, it it has happened a couple of times you know when you when you are really desperate to get something and it, and it, you almost get it but you still don't get it yeah it's very heartbreaking and but then this is how this profession is you know yeah. you 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 have to go from one failure to another without losing um faith passion or giving up you can't give up yeah absolutely and what would your like definition of success be because uh, obviously success i think it's something which uh, you know we all have our different definitions or of what we think that is um what what is the kind of legacy that you would like to leave behind um success is a very uh, broad term mm. see for me success means whether it's whether it's uh, as a writer filmmaker or in my personal life success to me is freedom freedom to choose what you want to choose and to do what you want to do and not and not have to do something because you are forced to take it up at that point in time so um like for an actor you know uh, role success is when he has many different roles in front of him uh, that, and all of them are enticing and that's and he wants to take up and he will and now the only, the only one the role that he wants to do he will choose is the one that he wants to do and not because of xyz factor mm. so for me as well for a, as a as a filmmaker success is that this is a story i want to tell this is the way i want to tell it this this is with the actor i want to i want to make it with and i'm allowed that kind of freedom and when you are when you reach that position of power that is what success is because it allows you it gives you freedom yeah yeah it's very relative you know you will never get absolute freedom but still more than what you usually have mm. so yeah yeah so no true true so also i mean i wanted to wish you congratulations for muska which is currently on netflix um a film which you yourself have directed um i mean you know it's 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 quite an achievement today like on netflix and amazon huge platforms everyone is watching it um yeah was that was that like a moment for you which you just thought like you know was it very difficult that process first of all being able to get the film on netflix or did an opportunity arise and you were able to you know capitalize on it so the thing for me is that i i always have um so folks the way i look at it is um you can as a writer you always need to have different ideas and uh which should be at various levels uh, of development so that because you never know which idea will become a movie so uh, for the script of muska i had written it a couple of years ago and then sometime early last year um i managed to send the script to netflix and uh, they instantly liked it and they instantly uh, decided to they wanted to make it they greenlit it and uh, i got to make it so it wasn't so much of a struggle per se with netflix but then yeah i had been uh, trying to uh, make muska for a while for a couple of years at least so um but that's how it is you you all you constantly need to keep working on three or four opportunities uh, because you never know which one will actually uh, turn out uh, which one will actually happen 
Yeah, absolutely. And how much when you when you are involved so heavily involved with the script, obviously, you know, it becomes like your baby. You you know you want to see it come to fruition, and you want to be involved as possible, uh, as much as possible. And perhaps that's not always possible when you're not directing your own work. Um, and how much of a disconnect then do you have to keep to like you know the outcome? Um, how difficult is that, or maybe easy is that to let go of you know these characters you've created and hand it over to someone else to like cast and uh, bring your vision to life? So because I've, one has been a writer for so many years, for um, more than a decade, one is quite used to uh, writing something and then allowing someone else to take over that material. So um, even when I was simply writing scripts, I was always uh, I was always very conscious of the fact that you know a director will come and he will then take this forward uh, and put it on screen the way he visualizes it and the way he visualizes it will be very different could be very different from how I have envisioned it and because you already know that as a writer so when you when you see something on on the screen which is very different from how you had imagined it it's not very, uh, it's not very disappointing. Not always. Sometimes it can be because mm. sometimes a, a director may not get the sort of your story and he could completely screw it up. But most often than not, they have always um, understood the story. They have understood the nuances. They've understood the, the, the graph and the tone of the story. And then they've presented it um, pretty much close to how a writer had thought. Of course, it's never going to be the exact same thing because uh, a director has to also put a bit of himself in that work. So, um, and sometimes that can really make the project better, the film better than what you had thought. You know, so I think uh, I think it's always going to be different. But as a writer, you're always prepared for that, and you and 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 it's a good thing in a way because you also want the director to have his stamp on the material that you've created. And is, 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 is that something that you want to continue doing, directing movies? Or do you want to, if you had a, a choice, which one do you enjoy doing more of? It's both is, um, both the uh, things are fun. Writing is also fun, but writing is very solitary. And uh, after a few months or weeks of sitting uh, alone in a room and talking to imaginary people, <laughs> you want to go out there and you want to discuss it with uh, uh, with and you always surrounded by more people too, uh, and yeah. you want to direct it. But then there are also stories that you don't necessarily want to direct. You're just happy writing them. You know, you don't necessarily feel uh, passionate about uh, passionate enough to want to spend those two years with two hundred people mm. and trying to tell that make that story come alive. So um, it all depends on the story. Actually, uh, there are some stories that I'm very happy just to write and give it to somebody else to. Uh, take rook, take over, and you know, um, and take it forward from there. But there are some stories that you are really passionate about, and you really love, mm. and you want to, um, and you want to direct them yourself. So, and, yeah, I'm hoping to both. And if you were to, uh, you know, have an opportunity, which meant that you were directing, writing, written by somebody else. What in that yeah. process, what would essentially be the first thing that you look to do in that process? What is important for you? Um, as a first step, a point of view. What is the what is the point of view of the person who's written it, uh, which comes across in the script? Um, because if the point of view is 
something that even though it's it, I don't share the same uh, perspective, but if I'm interested in that point of view, if I if I like that point of view, if I like what he's trying to say, mm. uh, he or she is trying to say in the script, to me that is what will excite me about that material. Uh, what is a take? Uh, it could be a it could be let's say it's a love love story, you know, if it's a romantic script, but how is it how is the writer bringing his personality into it you know what is his take on love uh, if that excites me if that interests me then of course the story and the screenplay everything else can be um, negotiated can be discussed and can be um, can be changed a little uh, the way i want it but the first thing would be what is the, what is it that the film is trying to say mm. Mm. And you mentioned like writing obviously being a solitary process. For you then, it, did it take you being in a certain environment or how do you seek inspiration as a writer? Um, there are so many things that can inspire you. You know, you could wake up in the morning and uh, read the newspaper and some, some headline or some story in the newspaper can be very interesting and you're like, hey, you know what, this can be a really good start, starting point for a movie. Or this could, this is, uh, or, you know, you could talk to a friend and a friend could narrate an incident and you could be like, hey, this is also a very good idea for a movie. So, uh, so you could you could watch a film and you could be like, you know what, if the same story was set in another city with in another circumstances, in another time, how would this, this story play out? So and it, there are many, many ways to find inspiration and, and I get inspired from pretty much anything, you know. I get a couple, two or three ideas every day and they come from all sources, from books, from newspapers, from magazines, from an incident in somebody's life. Uh, inspiration can strike, can happen from anywhere. Mm. Do you think that now, I mean, there's so much content being created for the web. Is that something in terms of web series as opposed to feature film? Is that something you're interested in tapping into? And uh, have you, do you feel where at this interesting space, like what do you think the future is of that for India especially? Um, because obviously you have a huge audience who have always watched television and then you know, we've had feature films and of, of course, big stars bank on people going to the theaters to see these films. Um, but now so many big names are also venturing to, you know, to do web series um, and, and being part of this new trend. So do you think it's a long lasting thing that we're going to see now? Of course. Yes, I do think. I do think because um, there are some stories that are not, um, are, uh, are, um, are too lengthy or are too long to fit in the traditional two hour movie format. So you want to tell those, so you need a, you need a format that allows you to tell those series, uh, stories, break them down into episodes over a period of time. Um, and uh, luckily for us, our audiences are getting, um, are getting used to this new format, which is the series format. Um, so I think it's, it's here to stay because it allows filmmakers a lot more uh, time to develop the characters and then slowly unravel the plot as opposed to, you know, being bound by 120 minutes in a typical theatrical format. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's here to stay uh, because, the, because you can play with characters 
not just one character, multiple characters, and you can and you can uh, develop their arcs, their graphs, and see how they grow and where they go. And if the audiences and mostly and if they're mostly well written, then audiences tend to connect with them, with the characters, mm-hmm. and they go back to those shows mm-hmm. season after season. Yeah. 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 True. Um. And when you're when you're wearing the director's shoes, um, in that process. How involved are you? What are your expectations of, of an actor and when it comes to the casting process? Is that something that you're heavily involved with? Do you like to workshop your characters or do you like to, you know, for actors to come in and surprise you? Are you very much involved in the audition process or is that something you leave to a casting director? How do you work? Um, I, the first step is always the casting director because um, the casting director has a wider pool of actors to choose from. Um, when you're writing a script, the director al- always usually has a face or two in mind for a particular character. But he, uh, it's, still, it's still good to have a casting director on board because, in the, because in the casting director will present you with options that you may necessarily not have thought of as a director. Mm. Um, and then once a casting director presents uh, an option op- option to you um, of an actor, then you then your gut tells you whether that actor fits the part or not, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and so many factors go into it. With, you know, it's the actor's physicality, um, the the personality of the actor. You know, there are so many things, and and usually it's, it's also something very intangible that you can't really put your finger to, which is. Uh, uh, what do you feel? You know, there's a feeling that of, that a director uh, has about a particular actor. Case in point being Manisha Koirala for uh, Maska. Mm. Uh, she's playing a Parsi character, and not many people thought uh, or would have imagined Manisha Koirala to pass off as a Parsi. But you, as a filmmaker, have that gut instinct that you know what? It might just work. Let's let's give it a shot. Let's give let's try. Mm. You know? So, um, and then once an actor is on board, uh, then how they bring the character alive will also depend a lot on the interactions they have with you. How have you visualized a character and then the actor has to be able to literally see the character through your eyes as a, as a, as a, as a director or the writer and then shape the and then shape their character accordingly, you know, and they have to work at it accordingly. True, true. And I find that that's more interesting as well in filmmaking when it's a collaborative process and, yeah. and, and yeah, and there is that freedom element there. I think that's great. And how much, when, when you just come to being on set, how much do you like as a director to stick to your script or are you very open to you know, an actor coming in and kind of ad-libbing or improvising, or is there scope to do that? Um, it, for me, it uh, all depends on what is the what is it that the actor is. There are some scenes where uh, there's not much scope to ad-lib um, or to improvise because uh, let's say it's a, dramatic, it's a dramatic scene, then the scene is written in a particular way wherein it has a definite beginning, middle, and an end. Um, there's a certain graph to the scene where is the scene hitting its high points, so on and so forth. So uh, there's very little room to negotiate there for an actor. But then uh, in certain genres like comedy, for instance, you know, uh, there is a lot of scope for actors to improvise and to take it to another level to add more punchlines. 
So uh, even in Muska, you know, there were certain scenes which, and now when I think about it, they were mostly um, humorous scenes where actors could could um, make it funnier, could mm-hmm. add their own punchlines if they if they came up with, and as a director, one was okay with them because they didn't really affect the story uh, per se. But yeah. then there were certain scenes where you had to stick to the lines because those lines were written for a certain dramatic impact. Mm. And so there's no, there wasn't much scope for improvisation there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And for, so, for, so for those listening who might be writers or directors or actors for that matter, but uh, specifically dealing with writing, I, I think more so, what advice would you give you know, to somebody thinking about uh, starting their careers as a write, as writers or perhaps have reached a point where you know they're, they're feeling that uh, I guess they're not there's no movement happening for them they just don't know how to press ahead is there any kind of advice that you would give to them when you're starting off it's it's very difficult to break into an industry because you don't know the right people uh, and so you don't have you don't have access to the right opportunities so it's very important to have a have a job that pays your bills while you're still struggling to get in. Uh, and it's um, because only then it will allow you the freedom to be able to choose the projects that you want to choose or you want to work on. Yeah. Uh, secondly, if despite many, many years of struggling as a writer, um, if you're still not able to, um, if you're still not able to earn a living out of it, um, then it could be uh, it could be many, many factors uh, uh, for, for that. Um, there could be many reasons for that. But one of the reasons could also be is because you are you don't have uh, you don't have those specific skill sets that are required for that job. You know, so it's also very important to be honest with yourself mm. and ask yourself, you know, am I uh, am I good enough for this? Do I have the talent or do I have the right attitude or do I have the required patience, temperament. There are so many factors that go into into uh, you getting to do what you want to do, especially in our profession. True. So if after many years of trying and still not, and still not um, reaching somewhere, uh, you should definitely look at yourself and ask yourself, is there somewhere that I am lacking? And uh, if yes, how am I, why, where am, where is it? And can I, can I change that? And if I can't change it, then is this the right profession for me? Mm. It's very important to ask those questions to yourself. Yeah, no, I think that's great. I think uh, definitely looking inwards is is very important and having some self-awareness for sure. Um, Thank you so much, Neeraj, for talking to us. And uh, I really appreciate it. I think uh, it's, it's great to get a, a different perspective as well. Um, so, so that was a great share. Thank you so much again. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. That was the end of an episode on the series of Ignite. I hope you continue to tune in every Sunday for a brand new episode with a brand new guest. This series is super close to my heart. Um, being with fellow creatives, so I really hope you enjoy it. Stay updated with everything Unplug with Annie on the website, of course, and the IG page and Facebook page, Unplug with Annie.